Hello, my name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are, well, off my shelf, where we go through DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. And in this episode, I'm sitting with Jessica Lutzer, fellow movie watcher and friend. Uh, we are going to be talking about the movies 40-Year-Old Virgin and 50 First Dates. Welcome, Jess. Well, hello. How are you today? Warm, but I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, Mike had the same problem last time. Heat, no AC, and it's a little steamy in here, I must admit. Yes. That's okay. That's okay. Sadly, I can't use that as a segue into our movies this week because, well, we're talking about comedy. They're in quote-unquote modern times, which was 2004, 2005. Mm -hmm. And it's just uh, quote-unquote laugh riot. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> don't quote me on posters or anything. It's fine. Um, I guess we'll start with uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin, which, um, of course, 2005, John Apatow, um, Steve Carell. You know, what'd you think? I absolutely loved it. I loved it back then. Uh-huh. It'd been a decade since I'd seen it. Yeah. And I watched it on Sunday. And I thought it held up well. And oh, see, that's, that's the thing I like about most comedies. Um, if they're not too specifically topical, like they're not like politically driven or, you know, something of a specific time, mm -hmm. they age super well as long as they're just flat out funny, you know? And this one was. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Like, I remember when I first watched this movie, I didn't, like, I laughed throughout the whole thing. I think I missed half the movie and had to rewatch it mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And the funny thing is, is that um, my mother, who is a very proper lady, who doesn't like swearing, she doesn't like an excessive amount of sex or anything, comes home like a week and a half after this movie comes out and says, I went to the movies, guess what I watched? And I was like, oh my God, what? 40-year-old virgin? And I almost died. I almost died die really see i actually saw this movie with my mother oh my god and i think i was 17 or 18 i'd have to do the math on that but my mom loves this type of humor so really? i grew up watching films like this and no different. Yeah. yeah yeah my sense of humor is quite different from my mother's yeah uh <laughs> and this would be an awkward one to watch if your oh mother yeah or anybody was not into overt sexuality or swearing. Yeah. They swear so much in this movie. They're very creative. Too. Oh, yeah. And they come up with, uh, I mean, there's even some points in time where they come up with terms that are, there's no swearing in it, but even you're just like, oh, my God, what what is wrong with you? Yeah. You're like, how did you even, what does that mean? Where did you come up with that? Yeah. Yes. No, I know. I, it, was, it was really funny rewatching it, and I was like, especially, like, being, it's like a decade later for me. I haven't yeah. seen it. In a long time. I think both of the movies we're talking about I hadn't seen because I don't have cable and if mm -hmm. I didn't set out to see them, I wasn't going to catch them. So Yeah, um, I find they're the kind of movies that you know are funny and they're there, but mm -hmm. you'd never, it's not on your list of things to actively watch, you know? Like some people have like mood movies, like mm -hmm. if I'm sad to make myself happy, I tend to watch animated films, you know? Exactly. If I want like you know, to feel hyper, I go look for certain action movies. But like I wouldn't actively go out and look for these movies but when i watch them i'm happy i watch them exactly yeah. exactly and then i was like oh i should pull these to i should pull judd apatow movies out more often yeah because i don't actively seek his stuff out but i always come away in a happier mood most of them not all of them but yeah 
Well, I mean, yeah, because, like, even with, like, um, what is it, Spanglish and um, funny people and stuff, mm-hmm. they're not comedy comedies. They're, they're literally situation Like, they have these people mm-hmm. in these situations that are relatively serious, relatively sad, but there's still so much humor in it. And I think half the time it's just that general awkward humor, like, I know what he's talking about. Exactly. Compared to, yeah. like, that guy fell down and you should laugh at him now, right? Well, he's good at making awkward funny. Yes. Because in this movie, Andy... Is so awkward. Is so awkward. But he's endearing. Yes. Yeah. They could have went a really different way, and I actually read online after watching it that at first he was going to play it a little more creepy, but then they decided not to, and that's where the jokes about him being a silly serial killer came from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like at first he was going to take it that route, and yeah. then they thought that's too much and no one's going to relate to that. Yeah. So then they took it more of the endearing, awkward nerd. Mm-hmm. Compared to like the creepy, slimy guy who's by himself for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I think that's one of the things I like about this movie is the fact that, um, like, when you first meet Andy, you're just like, oh my God, what a dork, you know, <laughs> as he goes through his apartment with yeah. his giant erection uh, <laughs> and you just see his toys and his walls and he bikes to work and his board like his breakfast that he makes for himself that's so fancy and and you know he's the kind of guy his shirt yeah. is tucked in perfect his yeah. phone is on his belt and he's just his hair is parted perfectly yeah he's, and yeah. he just seems so um below average is not the word i really should say but average is also not the word but he's just seems uninteresting really Mm -hmm. but like the way they progressed the story made it so that he was so um a little bit above average like so like he's regular he's normal and he has interesting aspects of his life but even within the movies his friends are like no hide all the things that make you interesting and that's the part that creeps out the girl when he brings her home you know well and i think in the beginning he's kind of acting how he thinks an adult should act. Yes. He makes, he eats a a great diet, he exercises, Mm -hmm. you know, he rides his bike, he goes to his job every day, and when he comes home, he has his interests. But in actuality, he's just hiding, I felt. Like, hiding who he is. And his friends, or his co-workers, in the Mm -hmm. beginning, just want him to keep hiding that, to try to... Well, and that's the thing. He, like, when they have the poker game and it's revealed to them... And he go, they go over to his place and they just make fun of him. You understand why he was hiding all of that stuff in the first place, oh, right? Of course, of but course. then, of course, as soon as the guys um, understand him and get to know him, they're like, this stuff is great. Let's play video games. You know, let's look at your Asia poster. Let's look at your action mm-hmm, figures. Mm-hmm. And they all, they're, he's like, oh, I didn't really have to hide. I just have to let it out. And then people get over it, you know? And I think... Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the reasons why he, it's not just the fact that he gets a girlfriend and he, you know, gets laid at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's the fact that he actually opens up to other people and stops pretending to be the person he's supposed to be. Exactly. And trying to hide who he really is. Yeah. Which is what has blocked him from connecting with someone on a deeper level. Yeah. And then obviously having a physical relationship. It's the mask of normalcy, right? Mm -hmm. People who are too normal are weird. Okay. (laughs) Just be weird, and people are like, oh, okay, like, and they get over it. That's yeah, that's the proper way to do it. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you get introduced to his friends, and his friends are messed up. They're 
I was, I, the whole way through, I'm thinking, do not listen to these losers. <laughs> and they're all losers for different reasons. But, like, they're real guys. They're real people. Yes. And but you're sitting there, I'm like, please don't take his advice. Yeah. Don't take his advice. And don't take his advice. And um, the worst part yeah. is, is that everybody has a friend in one of the categories. Mm-hmm. Who's mm-hmm. the womanizer, who's obsessed with, who's in love with the one girl, but sleeps around and yes. gives the worst advice. Mm-hmm. Or that there's the guy who's the perpetually single, but mm-hmm. hooks up every, every other day or every weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's the guy who's like married and depressed and he's like I want to live vicariously through you people and you're just like okay you guys I've met all of you you're all nobody I want to listen to that you're not people I should take advice from Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I really love the scene with the porn and how he just couldn't I thought it was actually really cute like he gets in bed and he puts the yeah and then he ends up watching everyone loves Raymond I just laughed I was just like that's actually the funniest thing I've ever seen please don't touch that box (laughs) don't touch that box yes Raymond comes on screen he's like I'm done um but I guess that kind of goes back to the um you know how I know you're gay scene which I think is hilarious mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i'm sorry macro are you macromate some shorts <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's so it's good bad image bad image it's, in my mind. yeah and the thing is it's just like every single one like tops the one that they say before mm-hmm. and you're just like oh that's amazing like i wonder how i know there's like full um uh like clips of uh, outtakes from that scene. Oh, is there? And, yeah, and they're like six and seven minutes long. I don't even understand how they kept a straight face half the time doing it. They're playing video game. I, I, I don't know. I hear like a line and a half, and I just start laughing. That set must have been hilarious. Yes, yeah. for sure. Many of those lines were not in the script. Oh no, not at all. I mean, even with like um, Jane Lynch, like her. I love Jane Lynch. <laughs> Who doesn't love Jane Lynch? <laughs> She has the best deadpan, like her voice and the look on her face. It just, I love Jane Lynch. She's fantastic. And when she starts singing the the song her lover sang to her. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, and um, actually, one of the things I realized watching this movie, that there's a lot of cameos in it. Yes. And of also, it has cameos of like those people that you see in everything but you have no idea what their name is as well Mm -hmm. so like a couple of the cameos for example kevin hart which i totally forgot was in there yeah yeah well i guess because it would have been 10 years ago would have been before he was like famous people didn't know i think he's really blossomed the last couple years Years. five years exactly yeah and i was like he came on i was like oh my god kevin hart's in this movie what um then of course jonah hill with this the shoes yes do you know after the last scene the dancing scene he had to he fainted and had to go to the hospital for heat stroke what yeah apparently he was dancing so crazy with the aquarius song that he like passed out because it was apparently a super hot day oh my god today and they had to take him to the hospital please don't pass out i I promise um then there was like mindy kaling as amy shows up in there see that surprised me because I knew she was in it, but then I forgot, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because she's in it for literally two seconds. Yeah. Uh, they talk about, like, like uh, he talks about her the whole movie, mm-hmm. but you actually only see her for those two seconds. And I don't know if I'm a horrible person, or maybe it's the type of name that's related to it, or stereotypes, or what. Or maybe this was purposefully done because you have to be like, that's Amy, you know? Yeah. 
Because I was like, I, like as soon it's as you see... It's not who you were envisioning. Not at all. Not at all. But then you also find out it was like a, like a month-long relationship and he's still going on about and it like four years later and yeah. he's obsessed, you know? He's just kind of crazy as well. Well, I mean, they all are. They so all, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. They all are. different special ways. <laughs> They're all unicorns. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, oh, you're right. Beautiful, month, beautiful. And then you see her and you're just like, you're right. I don't know if I picture who Amy was, but yeah. Probably not Mindy Kaling. Yeah, well, I mean, in movies, like, especially in comedies and movies like mm-hmm. that, it's always some, like, um, movie star type or, like, some supermodel kind of girl that could, that will not give them the time of day. Exactly. So I'm expecting, you know, tall and skinny with big boobs and mm-hmm. long flowing hair. And every time she walks into the room, you know, the, the breeze starts to blow and her hair's in the wind, you know. But that's what, like, yeah. like most comedies, that's what you know, the girl that they're after is like. And Mindy is like everyone. She's, she's, yeah, she's she like, is the yeah. epitome of. And I think that was the problem. It's, it's, she was too normal for what you were expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. You know? So but, they don't do that in films. They really don't. You they don't, don't tend to see people yeah. who look like you or who are regular people. Cool. It's always Hollywood people who yeah. are paid to look good and. Yeah. Or even, like, within it, like, they do stuff to them so they, like, look overdone, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. Like, or maybe, like, she might be the everywoman, but today she's in a leather dress and she has, like, whips for some reason. No, she was in, like, jeans and a t-shirt and she she combed her hair that day. It was fine. Like a lunchtime speed date. (laughs) You don't want, what is it, Data Palooza, I think it was? I think so. (laughs) Can I just say the shirt they put Andy in was horrifying? (laughs) It looks like... An old sofa from the 70s. That's the first thing I saw. I saw that scene. I was like, why did they do that? But didn't they pick it out of the, like, lost and found or something? Yeah. Something random like that? That's been there since the 70s for some reason? It's hideous. I don't know what they were thinking. (laughs) But that's also part of it that made it even funnier, right? Uh, It's just that he looks awkward. The shirt's hideous. These women are just like, oh, my God, you're horrible. Uh (laughs) It just kind of went on from there. Uh, Like, they just, I think because they managed to make him so endearing and the people around him so ridiculous mm-hmm. it just was a good juxtaposition between the two that you end up just liking everybody mm-hmm. he made them a little nicer yes and they made him a little bit more outgoing and able to get out there and yeah and actually like do stuff you know take a chance which yeah he, he wasn't before. doing um and and then, of course, you have, like, Elizabeth Banks that shows up, you know, with the tub. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, what is it? Uh, Leslie Mann as well. Oh, 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 God. Yeah. I just, no. No? The Pepto-Bismol that came out of her mouth. Like, no. <laughs> it's like weird pink. Yeah, the daiquiri. I guess the daiquiri. Oh, and the fact that he called her on that, I was like, no, you yeah. can't taste that. That's awful. <laughs> I could just... That's just yeah, yeah. I think I think just about everybody who watches that movie at that scene is just like, oh my god, oh no, oh no. I don't know about you, but I've never been thrown up on. Yeah, and so you're very lucky. Oh, okay. I've been beside someone, but no one has ever actually puked on me, which is lucky. Fantastic. I've been pooped on and thrown up on. So, but at least the poop was a baby, so they get away with it a little bit. But, and um, it's still poop, but you're right. Yeah, yes. it's not quite as gross as if you get adult poop. Yeah, like if some, like, a friend of mine comes over and sits near me and just poops, that just, no. <laughs> no, that's not acceptable. 
But you hand me a baby that happens, like, ew, it's a baby. It's fine. Fine and lots of quotation marks around fine. Yes. Yes. I'm still traumatized of it, obviously. It happened a while ago, but the trauma's still there. The trauma is definitely still there. Who else was in there? Um... Oh, yeah, and in the dating scene, you had people like Mo Collins, Jillian Vigman, Nancy Carell was in there. From, someone was from MTV. Oh, not MTV, Mad TV. Uh, Mad TV? She no, was the, it was... Is that... Is she from SNL? She was the... SNL, Mo lesbian Collins. Lesbian or... Oh, yes. Mo Collins, okay. Yeah, she was there. I instantly recognized her. I was like, that's... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. All of these people, I had to look up all of their names because I recognized them from lots of movies mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. lots of little roles and all that kind of stuff, but I have no idea what any of their names are. Yeah. yeah. And I actually feel bad, like... Actually, no, it's probably really good for their career. They have constant work. They're not followed around by paparazzi and crazy fans or anything. But they're making good money, right? There are some people who just want to be working actors or working comedians. They have no desire to become uber famous. Famous, yeah. yeah, Because I would hate to be like a... I mean, hate is a strong word, but like Angelina Jolie or Brad Pitt or something. Like, I don't... I want to have like a life. I want to be able to go out and do things, you know? Whereas they, every two seconds, they, they're so in the limelight of things that it's hard for them to just get away and relax and, you know. I couldn't imagine not being able to go to the grocery store without oh my God. following you. Or people surrounding your car is terrifying, yes. too. I actually, today I just watched the video of some paparazzi. I, I don't know who was in the car, but it was a very fancy car in L.A. Mm-hmm. And the paparazzi was literally in front of it, running backwards so that he could take a picture of the front driver. And I'm just like... This is how they accidentally run them over because they yeah. just won't get out of their no way. way. It's horrifying to yeah. me. It's suffocating it's too. It's scary. Like... Whereas these people don't have that issue and they're in lots of movies. Mm-hmm. They still get to make all the famous people. They probably all have nice houses. Oh, I'm sure. I want that life. That life seems pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> one thing that kind of bothered me about the movie though is they're. Okay. As a person who is kind of a nerd um, and who collects things and has stuff, um, it really bothered me in the movie when um, his girlfriend, uh, Trish, Catherine Keener, um, was like, why don't you sell your stuff, right? Yes. And I'm like, I understand a lot of people think if you have toys or if you have your collections of things, you're a child and have to grow up. Mm -hmm. Get rid of it, and then you'll be an adult. Yes. Why is that necessary? Like, I don't, I never understood why that's necessary. It's, it's not. But I guess, I I guess it depends on why he was collecting them and why he was keeping them. And maybe they wanted to portray that him getting rid of was him letting go? I'm not too sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because even in in the the movie at the like it's at the end of the movie when this is happening, and he was just like, no, I don't want to actually sell my stuff. Yes, I want to have a girlfriend. Yes, I want to get laid, but I don't want to sell my stuff. Why are you making me do this? Mm-hmm. Because it's I think it's more than just like. I know, yes, some people use it as a crutch. Some people yeah. use it as something to fill the void. But some of these things have sentimental value. Like, because he was even saying um, some of the toys was given to him by family members, and he bought things in certain places, and he's like, I went to that concert, that's why I have it. 
So there's sentimental value. And she's just like, I have an eBay store, which even in the movie is stupid. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, and But you should sell it because you can make money. But maybe money isn't His what money. he wants. Exactly. You know? But that's like, I'm going to be super stereotypical and I'm allowed to do this because I'm a woman. Um, that's like a woman being told, no, to be an adult, you have to sell all your shoes. Yeah. You know? Women are going to be like, I'm going to keep all of my damn shoes. What is wrong with you? You know, it's all the shoes. Yeah, it's the no, same thing. It and then, kind of the same thing. you know, people have shoe collections of like 50, 60 shoes. They wear three of them. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with the rest of them? You can you can sell them, get rid of them, all that kind of stuff. Like sneakerheads, for example, they'll buy like two thousand dollar Jordans from like 1982 that they'll never wear. It's just to look at. It's the same A collectible's thing. a collectible. A collectible's a collectible, exactly. Yeah. I didn't think of this, but yeah, you're right. I yeah. don't see why he needed to... To get rid of it. I'm yeah. wondering if it was just to visually show his transition, at least as far as the movie goes. I don't know. Um, or they just did it because... I don't know. Well, I think maybe it was supposed to show his, like... I don't think it's his transition, but his want to be himself while moving forward at the same time, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe um, that he's able to be himself without having the collectibles. Like, he's comfortable in his own skin, and he Mm -hmm. doesn't need to... I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah. But... I don't know. But that was one thing that always... But he made a lot of money on on them. Yeah, he made quite a bit of money, which is good. Like, I I just... I think the thing is, is that scene specifically, I connected with that scene. Because you do do have... Yes. Quite the... Collection. You know what? I would... (laughs) Probably. I used to. I used to have a very large... I still... Sorry, used to. It's at my parents' house. <laughs> it's a living uh, dead doll collection. Mm-hmm. I have quite the collection that my mother keeps telling me to either bring to Toronto mm-hmm. or she's going to sell them on her own, which yeah. she doesn't know how to do. So that's not a threat. It's not a threat, But yeah. she wants my nephew to be able to sleep over in my room, and at this point he won't because <laughs> the little coffins <laughs> and zombie dolls. <laughs> and one day he came to me, Auntie Jessica... Why are they so scary? You know, because that's how they're supposed to be. I was like, that's their purpose. Yeah. I didn't want to like scare them for life. I would have said like, and they're awake at night, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't do that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. They watch you while you sleep. <laughs> what a horrible aunt I would be. Uh, no, best aunt ever. I know. I what know. are you talking about? Yeah. So <laughs> he'll have nightmares till he's like forty. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I would definitely have more collectibles if I had the space mm-hmm. or the money, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, my collection. This is not my whole collection, by mm-hmm. the way. No, no. Where I, do you store the rest of it? Like you, I have a mother who has an extra room <laughs> yep. that has the rest of my collection. But this, it has definitely slowed down accumulation because of money and space. For sure. But I have a horrible habit of going to at least Fan Expo every year and mm-hmm. picking up one or two things. It's Fast. You know, yeah. I've actually... So, my roommate, Alex, she's the one that actually... I would totally have the Harry Potter pop vinyl. Yeah. But she brought them all from work. And now they're in the living room, so now I don't have to buy them. Uh-huh. So, if we ever go our separate ways, I might have to... <laughs> to I'm getting down. attached to some of them, and... <laughs> I might. I also have the uh, villains from Doctor Who, but again, I don't have enough space. I would love to add the Doctors to my yeah. pop vinyl collection, but I don't. I don't have the space. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely understand. Like, there are definitely collections I would like to have, mm-hmm. 
-hmm. but I will not buy them simply because there will be too many of them. I, I just, I can't. You can't enjoy them, too. And as I get older, I'm realizing it's like, I really want things in my space that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And like Andy in the film, it's like, it's when there's so much and stuff you can't see, mm-hmm. like, how can you enjoy it? Well, I mean, personally, I think he had his space, first of all, his apartment for himself was solid, okay? Would he have that if it wasn't a movie? Oh no, there's no, no way. I hate him television. He works in an electronic store. He's not making like that Best much Buy. money. Oh, yeah. for sure not. You know, yeah. he's got this huge living room, dining room area, this gorgeous bedroom, yeah. you know, and he lives where? It's LA, I think they're in? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, never. No, that's, that's it's like, like the friends. Yeah. The apartment Rachel and Monica oh have in friends. That would be millions upon millions of dollars. Yeah. So. Like, they have a three bedroom apartment. Um, at the side of a building that has this massive, beautiful yeah. window, you know, across the street is the couple of guys they like to talk to on a regular basis. I'm like, there's no way anybody's affording any of these things. You know, it's yeah. what one works in a coffee shop, one's a chef, and what was the other one? Um, Chandler Bing works in an like a office building. We don't, we never find out really what he does. I think he's like an analyst or something. And then Joey's like a semi-successful but yeah. not successful actor. Yeah. Ross is the only he's a doctor, he's a PhD. Jacob. He's the okay. only one making I don't even think he could afford that. Yeah. Even no. as a PhD working in New York. There's no way. There's no way. Unrealistic expectations. That's what it creates for young, impressionable people. Well, and that's myself. the thing. Like you watch shows on TV and you have like people who just got out of school and got an apartment with their friends. And it's this beautiful space with, like, 35 bedrooms. Each person has their own bathroom and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, no. Not in any no. major city. No. No. Are you living in the country? Okay, fine. But in, like, downtown Toronto, New York, L.A., you know, Dallas, I don't even care. You're not getting those spaces for the kind of money you're going to be making. No. Not at all. I, I think it's nuts. I think it's nuts. Yes. You yes. Yes. Makes me angry. <laughs> I want that apartment. No. Then I'll have room for my collectibles. Exactly. Oh, my goal, two-bedroom apartment, one room for the collectibles, one room for me, and I still got a living room. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to be great. One day, Tracy. One, one of these day. days. Yes. <laughs> also, why do you think they actually picked Age of Aquarius for the end of that movie? I have no idea. Okay. I, I don't know. The, the thing is, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm used to it now or something. I find it very weird, but at the same time, I find it just fits within the movie. It's unexpected. You're like, what? Yeah. But it's funny. It's a funny scene. It was a chance for them to yeah. know, have fun and run around and yeah. continue to be silly and ridiculous. And so, I'm sorry, but Paul Rudd is... I don't like. I don't understand that guy. Like he doesn't age. He's just. He ridiculous. looks the same. I was just. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Because he's just an Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm like, he other than like same. 20 pounds, which he's fitter now than he was then. Yeah. I was like, "How you don't age?" He doesn't, don't and age. it's nauseating. I know. You're just like, "What is? Oh my god! Oh my god!" Like, like mm. but then it, like, it was so funny rewatching it, and I looked at um. Steve Carell. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, he was so young. But he was yeah. in his 40s. Yeah. Apparently he lost a lot of weight for that role. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay, another cameo, his wife. 
Yes. Counselor. I said, uh, Did you say Nancy Carell. I'm yes. so bad with names. No, no, yes. it's okay. No, I, I had to yeah. look it up. I didn't know she was his wife. Yeah. And I was like, she's got the same last name. Click. And yeah. like, that's his wife. I know, and I was because like, okay. she, she was on The Office as well. She yeah. was on The Office. And yeah. wasn't she um, one of the Comedy Central shows? I, I, I've seen her several times. Oh, yeah. Them. They're just like. She, they just show up together in places and movies and stuff. But that's like um, uh, Leslie Mann and um, Judd Apatow. They're husband and well, wife, and they do everything, everything together. Everything. I mean, everything. she's amazing. She and is. She deserves it. But, like, yeah, she's in everything. He Even small he parts. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, she if just, she was my wife, I would cast her in everything as well. Because <laughs> she's, but. I mean, because I find she actually has, like, a really good acting range mm-hmm. in general. Like, yeah. I think she does slapstick really well. I think she does um, really good deadpan, like, uh, comedy. Oh, yeah, sure. um, And then she can do the serious role. She can do the, you know, I'm going to cry right now because I'm sad, mm-hmm. you know? And you, you're just like, I'm going to cry with you, too. You know, I, very likable. They yeah. all were for the most part. There was no one. I'm trying to think that no you're just I, like you're a horrible person. Well, yeah, no. Yeah, no. As far as like most of the actors, who mm-hmm. was um the older coworker who kept arguing? What is his name? <laughs> oh God, I'd actually have to look up. Oh, that one. and they did that like exchange. Him and the guy. <laughs> I, I, he was the so the one guy from the group. The black guy. What was his name? Like his he was name, the one I could never remember. Romany Malco. And maybe that's Romany Malco. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, that exchange was hilarious. I was just like, this little guy. Yeah. Is a fire pistol. I love him. That's the first movie I remember seeing him in. He's in stuff. Oh, he's since then. He's since one of, then, yeah, yeah. He just appears in things, and you're like, I don't know who you are, but you're. Hilarious. You're hilarious. Exactly. Yeah. He just likes to just show up in places, and it's fine. You know. And then uh, uh, Kat Denning, this was the first movie I saw her in. She's the Probably. daughter. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. And um, one thing I've realized about her is that it's not that I dislike her. Like, I like her. I think she's fine. But she has the same problem Michael Sarah has, where they're same exactly role. the same yeah. person, the same role exactly. all the time. And she, she never really changes her look. She always kind of looks the same, yeah. even though she was playing a teenager here and she could have been one I, I don't know it's yeah. just like over 10 years ago but you're right in Two Broke Girls she has that same kind of attitude yeah and, and I don't also know what else even she, what in, in even in the Thor movies she's the assistant that's right so same that thing. little um, sassy what is it uh the what's that playlist movie um ugh there's uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh. She's in that one as well, with Michael Sarah, actually. You're right, yes. he is the same in everything. He's the same in everything. And that's my problem with her as well, is that at first I'm like, I like you, you're fun. And like the Thor movies, I like you, you're she's, fun. She's a good actress, but, but she definitely has a type, and yeah. she plays it, and I have yet to see her outside of that. Yeah, and my problem is, is I'm at the point where I'm like, are you acting or just being this yourself just right you now? Are. Yeah, yeah. Which it could be. I yeah, don't. and which is fine, but I kind of getting bored maybe she just knows her range and she just sticks within it because yeah because if she goes out and tries to be like overly dramatic or something and you're just like no and maybe she's been in something smaller that we wouldn't necessarily it's possible yeah it's totally possible yeah i get that i get that she made a great like teenage Teenage daughter daughter, screaming the cry scene Mm -hmm. the the slight awkwardness and overconfidence at another point in time you know i mean that's teenage girl yeah it's uh it's mood swings and throwing things and crying and being too happy or too sad yeah but i really like that you know once she found out he was a virgin she was really on his side 
Yes. So like she yeah. could have been like, oh, he's the new boyfriend and this is my perfect way to destroy get him. But yeah, I, yeah. she truly really liked him. And mm-hmm. like most of the people in the film, film. truly liked his character. Yeah. Whether and I they think that's. he was pathetic or not, mm-hmm. they still really liked yeah. him. Yeah. Well, even like his up- upstairs neighbors were like, they're like, we're nice to you because you're a pathetic loser and you're alone all the time. But at the same time, they were always really nice to him. So. Yeah. You know, because there's sometimes you see a pathetic loser and you're just like, you're just a what's, dick. Like, what's what is the point? the point? What's the point? Yeah. and But people went out of their way to be nice to him. Yeah. It was fine. You know? So. And he wasn't I mean, turning anybody into a lampshade. So, it's fantastic. Which is always better. That's <laughs> <laughs> something I've been saying recently. Like, oh, don't go there. You might be turned into a lampshade. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get it from this. I, I heard it somewhere else. I don't know where. Oh, God. That's okay. Like a serial killer thing. They're going to don't. You know, they're going to turn you into your skin into a lampshade or something. No, they're supposed to they're supposed to make a skin suit out of it so you can oh pretend gosh. to be different people every day. It's really gross. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of like Men in Black. The bug alien. Oh yes, yeah. And he just yeah. What the what's his what's yeah. oh, the actor? Yeah. The something he calls to you. He called Oh no, it's um what's it's Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, I know that. Fantastic cuz he was in um Marvel TV show. Oh my god, I'm blanking. He yeah, was, uh, Daredevil. Yes, yes, yes he's he Kingpin. Yeah, he was, he's really good at being creepy. He is, um, but he's also um, like he, for example, he played Thor in Adventures in Babysitting. Like you see him randomly and things like that, and you're just that. like, ha, 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 that's funny. Um, but uh, but yeah, like as he got older, he just kind of got meaner in his roles that he was picking I find because when he was younger he was sometimes a savior um actually no that's a lie because he did the cell pretty like yeah early in his career he was in the cell yeah yes. he was but he had like mental issues and according to like oh, yes. the, the the version of him inside the mind was creepier than the version of him outside of the mind I find yeah. like I of course I haven't seen that movie in a very long time yeah but mm. oh you got it <laughs> yeah it's, it's there it's gonna happen <laughs> Um, I'm gonna creep myself out and laugh at the two Vinces in it, so it'd be great. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Vince Vaughn's in it too. That's yes. when he was a serious actor, not just comedy. I really like that he can do both. Yes, um, but he hasn't done either well in a while. No. Yeah, which is. I can't sad. think of the last thing I've seen him in. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I think the last thing I saw him in was that Google intern movie. I think uh, it's called watch The Intern. It. Yeah, it's, it's don't. It, there's no need. Okay. It's fine. I'll never come upon it. So, <laughs> so it's good to go. It's good to go. I do you want to skip over to fifty first dates? You know, we can. Oh, she. Oh, <laughs> hold on. She rolled her eyes, people. So this oh is going to be interesting. Wait, can I mention one more thing about yes. the waxing scene? Oh, you didn't like the skeleton? No, I face? loved it. I loved it. <laughs> what I really was watching throughout the whole scene was everyone else's reaction because it was real. Yes, I and read that. Yeah, you're watching like Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd lose their shit. Like they're trying to maintain character and be horrified as most people would in that mm-hmm. scenario but you can tell their laughter and yeah. the looks on their face it's just it has to be real yeah, like, awesome. like it was just it whoa it very much was and well uh, the thing is i find funny is the fact that steve carell managed to actually yell funny things and didn't just, just like funny. curl up in a ball and cry i or would anything never like. do that i have i have experienced waxing yes and I am nowhere near as hairy as he is. <laughs> I would never do that. I'm like, if you look, I'm sure his back was just as hairy. That, that looked awful oh. to me. Yeah. The worst part, too, is when he's he has his shirt on and he's oh, going home. Blood. And you can see the, like, stipples of blood the through the shirt. shirt to wear for waxing. Oh. 
Well, he doesn't know. He's never done it before. I mean, he had to. Come on. You know his wife or, like, a female friend or a cat that was like, dude. I mean, he's like, I'm going to do it for comedy, but, like, but the take some meds first because that's going to be painful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the technician, you know, I think she had to be a real technician because the look on her face was just like. Because she was cringing as well. She's like, she first she was evil. She's yeah. like, ha And then even she was just like, oh, that was a bad one. You know, she's yeah. kind of cringing a little bit at yeah, it. Yeah, unless she wasn't a real and someone was off screen kind of coaching her yeah. to do it. But yeah. I wouldn't let some stranger near me with like. Or maybe lives. what they did was they had somebody rip it off like and then they shot like an actor hands. or something. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just had to mention that. It's That's still fine. my favorite scene. <laughs> it's the one thing I remember from this. Well, and the last scene when he finally has sex. It yes. just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Like, huh, what? No, no, the first part is it's like a minute and a half and just it's done and she's really unsatisfied and she's just like, um, okay. And he's all sweaty and then he's like, you want to go again? And he's like, yeah. And then it's like half an hour or whatever to get just, it on. He's got a lot of pent up energy. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. yes, we can move on to fifty first dates. So fifty first dates, you rolled your eyes when I said it. Yes. Go. I remember this movie mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. Was it two thousand and four? Yes, you yes. are correct. I was still in high school. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Okay. I thought it was really fun. I loved Drew Barrymore. Adam Sandler, it depends on the role. Mm-hmm. I can take him or leave him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes I don't think this I don't know if I'm just, now that I'm in my 30s, maybe I'm more woke, as the children say. <laughs> but it just, something's just disturbed me. And I was like, I don't think this holds up as well. I don't think the humor was as timeless as they... I actually think the humor within it is funny, but it's the actual underlining story. As you understand it more, it's horrifying. I work with, Absolutely I work with vulnerable people in my job. Yeah. And watching that, I was just like... And because... High school Jessica loved it. I thought it was funny. It was cute. And there was a penguin and I loved it. Yeah. And seals. But as a tall Jessica, I'm just like, oh, a lot of things bother me. Not mm-hmm. not the interaction between Drew Barrymore and I. I was like, it was funny. It was cute. It brought you back to the wedding singer. I think that was yeah. what they were banking on. Mm-hmm. Because I'm surprised any studio. Well, in today, I don't think that would That, that would have been made, no? No. Not. Okay. I mean, what's his name as a native Hawaiian? It's the most offensive <laughs> thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't think I mean she's offensive in general, but I was like, oh, that's so bad. That is really bad. And then his wife, I'm like, oh, well, she's this typical, like, overweight, moo-moo-wearing mm. Hawaiian that were... Well, that's the thing I, I find with, with, especially with comedies, you get away with things like that For a lot sure. easier than if it was, like, a serious film and a big actor and all that kind of stuff. Um, I am not saying it's not stereotypical. Oh, I'm not no, giving it like a okay or anything. Yeah, no. All I'm saying is is that I understand why he was allowed to get away with it. He wouldn't now. You don't think no. so? What's going on right now with like the Me Too and like what's his name? Trevor Noah just had to apologize for a joke he made about an Aboriginal woman back in like 2005 and the whole <laughs> thing with the gun being fired for tweets. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying his tweets are okay or not. You know, yeah. go look them up. They're pretty horrifying. Mm. But I don't think any studio would right now. Six right months now. ago? Maybe. They would have changed a yeah. few things for sure just because they know the social justice warriors and like it would upset. Or out there. Yeah. yeah. For well, sure. and I think too Even is Moana that... upset people. Moana. And Why? Moana because it depicted because um the Rock Johnson, who he was the god. He was the god, yeah. Apparently, people were offended. There's always people who are offended. Yeah, you can't please anybody. They were yeah. offended that he was stereotypical, big, and 
Yeah. But I isn't he? I I don't uh, I don't know. You know what? No, 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 I don't, I don't know. The god, it does not look like that in their yeah. depictions. So when they, Disney depicted it, how mm-hmm. it was, it was Disney. It was, uh, Pixar, Disney. it was Disney. Yeah, yeah. I think She's so. a princess, right? Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying that right now, I don't think that would fly. that would have fly. No. no. I actually think they would have done a lot of tweaking to that story for it to get away with stuff yeah. automatically. Yeah. Um, because a, you're taking advantage of a person who's got a mental disability. She she's legit brain damage. Yeah. And I have a problem with Adam Sandler. I have a problem with all the people surrounding her. Just yeah. like letting her, like the father and the brother. Now, admittedly, throughout the movie, they realize what that they were doing, doing an injustice. Wrong. Yeah. That you have to. You can't hide that from her. That's mm-hmm. not. She's, and every time she discovers her real self, she's horrified, and it's like a day she cries and stuff, mm. and it's like, you could do this in such a better way to minimize yeah. Yeah. trauma, and she could be at the hospital in clinic trying to repair her memory. Yeah, and that's what they ended up doing but, close to the end of the so movie. I, I will give the brother and that, well, the brother, oh my God, God. I just gotta love him, <laughs> gotta love him. And I just like, you can't see me, the, the mesh top of your back, I'm just like, Oh my god! I just that actually every time he came on the screen, just like yeah, it's the it's the one time Sean Austin did. did humor incredibly well. He did. <laughs> he He's did it really well. Yes. I mean, Rudy. I mean, God love him. Like, <laughs> I, I do. I do very much like him. I like all the actors. I just yeah. for that you're right. Just the the overarching storyline. You're just like so he meets this girl. He finds out she has brain damage mm-hmm. or a disability, and then he begins to stalk her. Yeah. Essentially, what he does. Yeah, well, actually, the the one of the things that I actually find very odd about the movie is the fact that it is clear that he goes to that restaurant on a regular basis, right? Because the cook and the woman who runs the place knows him when he goes in there. She apparently goes in there every day at the same time every single See, day, and they have I didn't never think met. They had he had ever met them. I think uh, I not based on the interaction, I thought he had. Oh, I thought, no, it was the first time because where his boat was, like, stuck and he had to go in, that was the closest restaurant to the harbor where he was waiting. I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't pick up on that because... I don't know. Like, they're in, like, even from their first interactions when he walked in, I find there was there seemed to be a familiarity between those three characters. Yeah, so if that's the case... Yeah. And I know, like, that... never meet her? I know, yeah, and, like, I know that familiarity increased... You know, because he kept coming back. So by the end of it, like, they were all friends and, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. talking, making jokes and all that kind of stuff. That part I understood. But I find, like, even though they weren't chummy when he came in, they seemed to be, they seemed to have known he belonged there. Like, he was local. He was, yeah, you know, that kind of thing, you know. Okay. Maybe I was misreading it, but. You brought up local. And this also brings up a part that I was just, I rolled my eyes at. This lovely friendly man who just lies to every woman to get that all these tourists so he yeah. finds a tourist he lies to her about his profession sleeps with her mm-hmm. then does these elaborate things to get rid of her even yes. though she's a tourist and she's gonna leave. leave yeah and then he suddenly it's like oh he finds the right woman not like he should he doesn't have to change but he's found the right woman so everything's fine so everything's fine yeah and but the funny this- but the funny thing is is that even though he found the right woman he technically does exactly the same thing yeah. he does every day with like, whatever random woman yeah. that he would have done stuff with before we're supposed you know. to love this vet. He's friendly and like I actually quite like the character, and mm-hmm. I actually like Adam Sandler in this movie. I don't always, but yeah. I, when I saw that, I was just like, 
this time around. The first time around, I didn't pick up on that, but this time around, I'm just like, what an asshole. Yeah. What a complete but, I mean, asshole. And, but the thing is that he did to get around all of that was he was buying them mocktails. There was no alcohol oh, no, in their no, no, stuff. I'm not saying he preyed on drunk women. I'm just yeah. saying, like, you essentially lied to these women to get them into bed, sleep in them, and then lie to get them. It's like, you're just a typical womanizer. Yeah. You're not any Well, no, but, but the, whole, the whole thing is, is that he was, he made it a point that he's like, you're not drunk. That has no alcohol in it. You know, you are not going crazy or wild this evening. And like they made it a point to make sure that um, that he comes off as a quote unquote better no, person. No, I know. I know because he's not taking care. Oh, of Oh, I know what people. they were. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I still think it, it's really it's mean. It's not oh, nice yeah. to be doing that. And yeah, people like a little fun on their vacation. Oh, and these women are adults. And I'm not yeah. saying he was like preying on weak women. I was just like, dude, you have to say you're a spy. Why don't you just be like, I'm a local. You're a tourist. You're here. Let's have some fun. You go home back to your life. And that's the thing. If you go on, um, like if you go into the Caribbean stuff and go to some of those uh, resorts or whatever, that's pretty much what they do. I, it's just I'd rather like, you be honest just about, like, and you're a local and you know I'm a tourist. This isn't, yeah. but instead, I guess they use that as a fun way for him to make up aliases or, or something. Or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm I a mean, secret agent. Oh, my watch is talking and I have yeah. to go. It's like, also, how naive. I'm like, how can you believe this? I was like, <laughs> I, I, I think they But want I think to the whole point it. is they want to believe it. Of course, it they want to have this fairy tale. Adventure yeah. while they're on their vacation. And you're like, oh my God, I met a spy while I was in Hawaii. And oh, he's gone away to stop the Russians, you know? And, and you know like, anybody back at home's like, what? What? <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think so, but. But yeah. tell you the truth, he had a cool job. Like, he was with the animals at the aquarium and stuff. I mean, I mean, I think that's pretty sweet. Yes. Yes. I like. He was friends with that, what is it, walrus? I thought it. It's great. Yes. Don't watch Blackfish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know about Blackfish. No, yeah. I don't. I don't want to watch that either. But. Yes. I mean, yeah. It's. And um, the one, Alexa, his coworker. Oh, yes. Uh, that's yes. definitely a 2004 horribleness. Well, yes. transphobic. Like what the jokes at their expense. I don't know who Alexa was. What Alexa was, yeah. but it was clearly yeah. It's as a, a stereotype to try to fun at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they. I mean, that. Luckily, that is changing now. Where exactly, those people yeah. aren't the butt of the joke, we which is hope. great. Yeah. yeah. But I must admit, the person, I should have looked at this person's name, but the person playing them mm-hmm. did a deadpan job of it, and I probably shouldn't laugh, but I did a couple of times. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> oh, in the end, when uh, Alexa ends up with, um... With the brother? The brother, yeah, 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 yeah. The brother. Just the brother, just, it's just fine. actually yes. kind of fantastic, because okay. you're just like, oh, you just, you know... Well, because, but that's the thing, they they see through things, and they just need love, and they found it in each other, and it's all good, yeah, Yeah. but, uh, like, I just, oh, sorry, the end? Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, was she pregnant, or she already had a kid, and she was pregnant? I don't know. She already had a kid. Could you imagine waking up on a boat in the middle of, like, the Arctic Ocean? No. I'm sorry, she was way too calm. And put a videotape in. Well, exactly, because she has no recollection. It's not even like she has a feeling that, like, 
where am I? Like, mm-hmm. it's, she's nothing. And you yeah. put this film in and you, like, see that you've met this man, you've gotten married, mm-hmm. you've birthed a child, and now you're on a boat in the middle of the sea. Yes, your dad's there. Yeah. But I would I'd still be losing my, sh- like, imagine waking up while, yeah. while she was pregnant. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? You know. Horrifying. That I is actually horrifying. Yeah. And that's, that's the, like, story. The horror yeah. writers. Whatever you were thinking. I was like, that's, that's horrific. She was way too calm. I'm sorry. I would have spent the most the, of the day freaking no, out. Yeah, and like, and then you know, calm down, whatever. But the thing is, it, it shows that at some point in time, he talked to her after meeting for one day, quote unquote. Yeah, they had sex with each other. Yes, and then they had a kid together. And she has no recollection of their relationship. No. And every day you have to remind her, hey, this is your kid. And I'm your maybe husband at that point or yeah. still boyfriend. I don't know. I, but No, they got married. Because in married? the videotape she plays. Oh, they got married. Yeah, best friend yeah. married them. But was... y- you know somebody for a day and then you get married? No. No. I know. But even the fact that they do the, the they talk about it in when they're in the hospital or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know who you are, but I have a vision of this person. You know, because remember she has that room with the painting with like the eggheads and all that kind of stuff. But like, that's not remembering a person. That's like remembering a face in a painting. Like, it's not real. It's not an entity. It's an object. And even that journal she writes, how she could, even if it's in her own words, written, Mm -hmm. and you read them, you don't necessarily have memories or feelings associated with those words. So how, that doesn't... It's like reading a novel. Like, exactly. you're reading a novel, read this thing. It's and even with the video, like, they're, they have to add pieces onto that video every day. So by the time they're married and have a six-year-old, or, I don't know, I, the kid looked like she was six. She was talking. She's cute. Um, yeah, she's yeah. cute. And that video has to be, like, six hours long yeah. or something at that point in time. No, it's exactly. It has to when the kid's a teenager. Yeah. Could you imagine that child? That poor kid. Yeah. Like, having... I know you have stable dad and, like, grandpa's there, mm-hmm. but to have a mother who doesn't remember you every morning... Yeah. And have to remind to be, them who you are. That's exhausting and traumatic, And too. also, she's a person who will forget your birthday every year. Yeah. Every year. She'll wake up and she's like, it's my dad's birthday. It's like... No, mom, it's my birthday. Thanks for nothing. Yeah, you know, I and it does the whole the whole story. It's just the ethical issues surrounding. But also the the fact that the father went. Like it's good that the father at least went along with her for that comfort. But at the same time, your father is older than you. A. Yes. B. He's gonna die before you. Uh-huh. Right? Oh, yeah. And then there's going to be a point in your life where you wake up, you don't recognize the person in that mirror because you've aged. Nobody knows you. Yeah. Nobody who you know is around. In reality, she would not. She would live in a hospital. She would have, she, to, she would have to. You know? The behavioral issues that the, stem from that confusion. Yeah. And, every single yeah. day. And she would not, like, she would be around somebody who is used to handling her. But it would not be around somebody who can actually understand her and actually try to help her, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and that's the same thing, too. I remember the first time I saw the movie, I was like, oh, that movie's really cute. And they, they're doing the, mm-hmm. the little wine music and stuff, and yes. little, Rob Schneider's little oh, kids it's and a everything. Beautiful, it's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place. Movie. It's a beautiful place. It's, it's sort of a sweet story. It's mm-hmm. like, 
It's like people talking about Romeo and Juliet. They're like, oh, it's a story about love and blah, blah, blah. It's two teenagers. They've known each other for two days, and then they kill themselves. Yeah. It's the same kind of story. When you actually look at the story. When you think about it, and and you're like. Think about it. Yeah. You don't get blindsided by, like, the the concept or the the romance of it. You actually think about or you understand the actual story. Yeah. And, you know, because people think about this movie, like, imagine making somebody fall in love with you every day. Oh, exhausting. It's so beautiful. It's exhausting. I wouldn't be surprised if they got divorced at some point in time because he was like, I'm so sick of doing this and just leaves, you know. Except there's a kid. (laughs) Except there's a kid. Take the kid with you. Well, he'd have to. There'd be no way because he's that constant in that child's Child's life. life. He has to be. Like, they're... It's yeah. not going to work, but... And yeah, then, when you start to really think about the real issues in this movie, mm-hmm. you're like, no, I can't enjoy myself. Because yeah. I, I, when I first watched this movie, I was like, oh, it's so cute, oh, yeah. I'm a penguin, and I want to live in Hawaii, but then you're like, oh... Well, it's true. Like, I found myself overthinking every scene. Like, there were parts that made me chuckle, like, <laughs> this, this is great. Yeah. But then two seconds later, they do something, and I'm like, oh, my God, but she's blah, 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 and, you I, know... I think for some of the jokes, I 2004 was... Was it not that long ago? Was it 14 years ago? 14 years ago. That's that a teenager's not, li- lifetime. But some of these jokes, I'm like, I'm surprised they made the 2004. But then I'm not really surprised. Mm. I don't know. The, 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 I think, I definitely think this movie getting made had to do with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. I don't Well, think. at that point in time, they were, like, especially Adam Sandler, he was close, he was comedy gold at mm-hmm. that point in time still, right? So and before, I actually think. Is that before he made? Jack, what was that? Jill? Jack and G. Yes, it oh, was. God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even. But I think, like, I like to. I think at least that's around the time where his comedy career mm-hmm. started going downhill. Like his, yeah. like there's still something funny in this movie. You can still yeah. get through the movie. It's still acceptable right if you don't too deep and i think right now in the atmosphere we're in Mm -hmm. maybe i'm not a little sensitive but we're just more aware of stuff like that just because of what we've been inundated with you can i can see how people could enjoy it yes to a certain extent yes i don't i definitely if we compare it with 40 year old virgin and they're not comparable because 40 year old virgin is comic gold yes (laughs) i think in 10 more years still be It'll still more be relatable and just as funny. Mm-hmm. And the older or the more time goes by, I think 50 first dates just becomes sadder to yeah. watch. Yeah. But it, and I think it ha- just has to do with um, age and perspective as of well. Of course. Of course. And be- exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, it's been over a decade since I've watched them. And so I'm definitely obviously different. And mm-hmm. Yeah, but like you said, most like younger people I find or people who are just in it for the romance are going to see the romance in the movie and they'll be like, that's so sweet. Look what he's done. To- oh my God, he got himself tied up in the road to pick her up. And- someone that would try oh my God. Love every day. Yeah. Oh my God. Or are we talking about basic, basic, <laughs> basic. 16-year-olds? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But like, like I said, as soon as you get older and you watch this movie more than once, then all of a sudden you're just like... But she doesn't know him. She took he took her to Alaska and had a kid with her. She's on a boat. She's She's on a boat. boat. Even if she wanted to run away, even if she wanted to talk to somebody else, she could not do that. You know? Which I think so he's living out his dream. And she's what? And she's along for a weird, uncomfortable 
spooky, creepy, unfulfilling ride? Like, what is? Yeah. You know, she can't no, even go out and pick her pineapple anymore. What are What are you supposed to do? This is the real question. By the way, can I that father's <laughs> determination? Like, he had a freezer full of frozen pineapples. Yeah. And those papers that. That stuff would run out eventually, like the papers. How well, yeah. This was a year, though, I think, into the accident. I think so. Because they said yeah, last later. year at this time, yes. she got in the accident. So it had only been a year. I'm wondering if they didn't kind of wake up and realize if it wasn't for Adam Sandler coming in there and being like, guys, But my whatever. question is, wait, why did he it? have to print the newspapers? Like, why couldn't they just put because out the same newspaper every day? I guess it would get warm, because she takes it probably to... Does she take it to the restaurant and, like, read it and do whatever she does? I, I don't know. I didn't really pay much attention. But yeah. it would start to rip and look dirty. I guess I had to look new every morning. That's true. Yeah, it'd have to be nice and clean. And you, could, you, could st- you could press it or something. Use, like, also, an iron. Like, I kind of felt, though they did it to themselves, I felt bad for the father and the brother. Could you imagine, mm-hmm. like, what kind of life you celebrate your birthday? You watch yeah. The Sixth Sense every yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie, but every, every day. day. And the same football days. game, the same cake, the same, the same dinner. Everything. Painting that wall. Like, I'm like, are, really? Really? Is it not just easier like have her live in like a me- like a group home for people? But with? also my, my thing is, is at that point, they can't have jobs, right? They have to be there. How do they pay the bills? Yeah. And he is used he... to be a fisherman. Based on her, so she was a fisherman. Yeah. They'd go out on a boat for days and days yeah. and days, and then they'd come back and she'd sniff his fingers. Fine. But, like... <laughs> Sorry. But you just said that, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. Oh, gross. She'd sniff his fingers? <laughs> that sounds weird, I know. But oh, technically, that yeah. was her story, yeah, know. you know? Um, but they can't do that anymore because if no. she wakes up and nobody's there, so what kind of how do you pay how do you pay the bills? Hawaii is a very expensive place. But may, uh, maybe it was maybe they're getting some sort of disability fund or something. Maybe, maybe they got she's to... getting money and they're using it to kind of keep up the lie. Maybe because God knows what the brother does. Yeah, he but well he works iron there and, and takes steroids. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty He's much all it. Up. And go to too many tanning booths, you know. He was turning orange, for Christ's sake. God. (laughs) But yeah, like, the more you pay attention to this movie, the more you actually... I know it's not a movie you're supposed to think about. But you end up doing that because you're just horrified. And especially if you watch this movie more than, say, twice, then all of a sudden the whole thing falls apart. You can't. The first time you watch it, you're like, it's cute. Exactly. The second time you watch it, you're like, yeah, but wouldn't that be... Huh? The third time you're watching it, you're just, like, analyzing everything. Yeah. And you can't enjoy the movie. No. Sure, there's some slapstick. Yeah. I liked Rob Schneider's little kids who did everything perfect. Well, they're cute. They're adorable. Yeah. They're um, kids. How could they really do too much wrong? Like, exactly. Just by jumping into the ocean. You're cute. But, like, everything else about it, like, the secondary characters and all that kind of stuff, they all seem to be making these horrible decisions to, quote-unquote, protect her. But, no. She has no autonomy. No, legitimately none. No. If you and people are technically like the keeping her in a cage. Come, yeah, they kind all would have had to be in on it. Anybody who knew her, anybody in that restaurant, probably a bunch of them are regulars. They all no in the restaurant. No, because the restaurant is a place that is different every day. And the wait, no, she would have because she would have remembered that restaurant. She went every Sunday, and it was a Sunday in the film. 
So mm-hmm. every Sunday she went. I'm like, what happens if one day that restaurant's not there? Oh, my God, yes. It's only been it a year. There was or... no long-term, like, we have no idea yeah. what would have happened in you five know, like, years. It no longer exists. The what if they put up, put up a new building? What if, you know, they change a route to somewhere? This is, what if this is thinking too much grows. into it. First, <laughs> <laughs> when you start thinking too much, you're like, I didn't think this would come out of me watching this again. And I was mm-hmm. just like... I but I think thoughts. that's that's the the downfall of this movie. It's that it's not rewatchable because of all of the huge yeah. gaping issues. Yeah. in the it overall movie, it doesn't last. It doesn't it last. Doesn't, doesn't stand last. the test of time. It's not a classic, and I don't think they thought they were making a classic either. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't. It's not a horrific movie, and it's funny in certain parts. Um, yeah. And I certainly enjoyed it when I was younger when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't watch again. No, it's no. not. It's not. I mean, I not watch it again is probably a strong word, but it's one of those movies that you know, if it's on TV, I won't actively watch it. No, and see, I, don't that have, I don't have cable. Oh, which so is probably to... why I haven't seen either of these movies in a very long time because I would have to seek them out. Yeah, and I'm not. I mean, I will maybe in the future seek out Forty Year Old Virgin now mm-hmm. that I remember how good it is, but I won't seek out Fifty First Dates. No, and I actually quite like. Drew Barrymore and mm-hmm. I like Adam Sandler's older stuff so yeah well and that's and that's the thing I think that's I think their chemistry within the movie is really good like together well the wedding singer is a classic yeah love I that love that movie. fantastic oh my god no it's fantastic yes. so and I think that's what they were banking on. like when mm-hmm. they put these two together for a romantic comedy yeah. they were banking on people going to see it yeah don't go to see, don't see blended don't what's, no. what's that one that was the one that came out a few years ago. That's Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore. Don't. Oh, they had a third. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. I I will probably never go to a theater to watch movies he's in. I I shouldn't say never, but mm. I maybe this one was one of the last ones that I saw so in, theater. in theater. Like, yeah. Because he's not. He's I, usually in comedies, and a lot of times I can watch those at home. Yeah. Or maybe a drive-in in the summer yeah. if it was like a double feature. Well, that's the thing with I find with like like comedies and actually a lot of Oscar-nominated dramas in general. The reason why I don't see a lot of them in the theater is because I'm like, there's no need to see them in the theater. Like it, it's not a problem to pay for them. I pay for cable. I pay for Netflix. Yeah. You know, I buy DVDs. You know, it's not like I'm taking. I'm not taking things money out of the industry that's not what i'm doing but certain things but are unnecessary to see them in theater in yeah like i tend to see blockbuster movies in the theater yes. simply because you the whole point of it is that it ha- it's big you it's need larger you than need, life yeah, you need to, it, it, actually funny enough you say that i have never seen avatar because i missed it in theater and i just don't see the point of seeing it outside of the theater i there's no point watching it it's but really what, not that good that's what i heard my brother said it was like when he went to see it in theater he was like oh it was so cool but then i missed that opportunity i was like and then i heard it was like well don't watch it at home it's yeah pointless but it is one of those movies where it's it's so dependent on the largeness of the environment yes. because there's so many shots of them just swooping through you know these places yeah. and all this kind of stuff and the only scene that they use 3d right was when they did the floating there's a scene with floating islands yeah. and they go through it that scene was done beautifully yeah. okay but yeah you would miss half the impact of the movie not seeing it on something large because that's the whole point of the movie mm-hmm. that's the whole point um but yeah, like a comedy or like a drama or something where people are just talking to each other all the time. I rarely pay to see those movies in theaters because I'm like, 
why? Like, I, two people talking. They could be talking on a small screen. They could be on a big screen. Exactly. If the angles are right and it's edited together right, I'll still get all the emotion. It's still really cool. You can do that. Oh my god, home. I can do that at home. You know. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And I, that's the only time I ever go to the movies is for like comic book movies or a big blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. That's really it. That's ninety percent really of my time. Want, yeah. You know the loud. The loud booms, and you want to see the explosions in yeah. the building, and the effects, and the yeah, yeah, it's an experience. Exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a very. I definitely agree with you on that aspect of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So well, I guess you know, thumbs down, fifty first dates. Yeah. Thumbs up. 40-year-old virgin? Yes. That's what we're going to go with? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could you could maybe say, I don't know, 50 first dates could be like thumbs sideways, sideways. kind of down. Yeah. Watch it if you want some like surface-level laughs, but yeah. it's not. But it's, okay, it's, uh, if you've never seen it before, sure, give it a try. Yeah. Should you rewatch it? It's not necessary. And again, Rob Schneider, some of the stuff he says, I just wanted to smack him in the face. <laughs> Popo, like all of the different, like making fun of the Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh god, buddy. I feel like this way about Rob Schneider often. So okay. it's, this is not the only movie where I'm just yeah. like, I kind of just go, oh, you're exhausting. He, just he does the same thing. In every, he does the same thing in every Adam. Yes. Movie. Well, yes. For the most part, because he's but, except for you can do it. Well, it's great. Well, it's no, great. No, that, like, there are classic <laughs> Rob Schneider moments. Yes. But for the most part, I'm just like, you're obnoxious, and I need you to please. Go you can keep yeah. your kids. We'll keep your kids. Yes, the kids are adorable. You can go get bit by a shark. <laughs> pow, pow. I don't know half the things he was saying. I didn't understand. I'm sure they were crude. I didn't understand. It's, it's, I don't think anything he was saying was of quality, and you yeah. don't. there's no necessity in trying to find out what it was. Yes. But it wasn't a crude movie, so I guess if no. your humor is just kind of... Yeah. You're okay. You can. That's true. It's, it's not it's crude. definitely not it's, as crude as 40 year old version. No. Is. Oh, no. I mean, the crudest person is Rob Snyder. Yeah. It seems, really. And I mean, when you get into like the Alexa stuff, if you're fairly sensitive to, mm-hmm. you know, the transphobia cool. and what, whatnot, then those two parts, I think, are probably the most offensive. Yeah. 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 If you ignore the overarching horrific storyline of her <laughs> amnesia and going to the mental institute, in tense. What is it? Oh ten seconds, Steve. Actually, he's good. <laughs> that actor. He's in a lot of stuff as well with Adam Sandler. He's yeah, one of those he is, ones yeah. who shows up. I don't even know his name. Yeah, he was in. Like, he actually did uh, one that was produced by Adam Sandler. that had like a whole bunch. Of, um, Grandma's boy. He was like yes, deleted. He was. I have no idea what that guy's real name is either. Do we need to? No, no probably he's not. One of those like. Uh, and he's comedian. Just, yeah. That I actually kind of like. Ten <laughs> it's actually kind of funny yeah. because I've actually been in an institution. Institution I visited someone, yeah. and there was a similar person to that. Oh, and no. they were very well-meaning, but they like kept coming up to shake my hand and introduce yeah. themselves. And that he was obviously a funnier version, but that reminds me of that time. People like that yeah. do exist. It's it's sad, but it's slightly amusing every once in a while. Uh, uh. No, I maybe mean, I shouldn't have said that. That's not something I should have said. No, you're being honest. <laughs> I am being honest. I'm Don't a, be too sensitive. But it's it's kind of it's like one of those things where like you see somebody fall and you're just like, <laughs> I should help. Someone them. gets a cross shot. You're just like, <laughs> 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 you know? 
But like it's horrifying. I wouldn't yeah. want to be hitting the crotch. But well, yeah. exactly. You know. Yeah. So, so I you shouldn't mean, laugh, but you're kind of laughing. You're gonna yeah, because there's there's there are two types of people in the world. You get kicked in the crotch, and people are like, "Oh my god!" And then there's the other person who's like, oh, bitch. "That hurt, didn't it? That hurt." As long as they're okay, I'm probably yeah, the person yeah. laughing. Yeah, I mean, like, because I think that's one of the reasons why, like, all those like fail videos and stuff online are so popular. But my problem with a lot of those fail videos is that I'm like, that person is dead. It's not oh, funny no, anymore. It's not funny when it's, it's not real. funny anymore. Yeah, when it's you know? like action, when I'm like, did they just get? Like that that looks horrifying. Like yeah. They definitely have brain damage. Or they have like the, the guys skateboarding and like their leg is pointing the wrong way. Oh, and you're just like, no, yeah, no. These aren't funny. No, and no, people no. are just like, that's hilarious. Oh my you, you are psychotic. Well, they're sitting in their parents' basement eating too many Cheetos and haven't bathed in a week. Exactly. Yeah. That's what yeah. I just assume most of the internet. I mean, well, I shouldn't though, because probably a lot of people are normal, I guess normal average yes, human quote beings unquote, that get yes. to be anonymous and become cruel. Well, and that's the what they, the, the, uh, the anonymity of the internet makes people, the bad side of people come people out. horrific. Yeah. Yeah. But, mm. anyways, I guess maybe we should end on that, you know, happy note. You know, <laughs> after talking so in-depthly about all this comedy. See, 40-year-old virgin. If you can handle crude. Yes. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's, it's actually. It's a it's, solidly and funny And it's movie. the starting, it's not the starting, but it's when Steve Carell really shot to fame. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was his first main, like, film, oh, right? Yeah. He had been in, he was in, uh, he was on the Burgundy, wasn't he? he yes, was he the, was. Yeah. He I was, love Lamp. Yes. Yeah, so he had a few small roles, and I think he was just beginning, um. The Office. The Office. Um, and he was already on The Daily Show, but and he, he had just quit that, But yeah. he wasn't, like, a household name. No, That movie brought him, brought him to the forefront, yeah. for sure. And for then sure. anybody who was a Freaks and Geeks fan, you saw everyone else. And then, of course, mm-hmm. then you see, like, Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen and Judd Apatow. That's really the beginning of Judd Apatow, like, also so household name. Big, yeah. 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 And so you see a lot of these people who you've seen before, if you're mm-hmm. into that genre, but they really shine here. And this is the starting of many of their, like, mega status. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Oh, there's for sure. There's always a point where it is clear that this is where people became stars and this and this is one of those things and i also think this is one of the movies that um like paul rudd's been around for a very Mm. long time but there was definitely a lull in his career for a little while and i think this is the point where it started going back up again yeah 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 because i personally like i remembered him from um what was it? Uh, Clueless. Clueless. The brother. You know, as the brother. Like, which that is, brother. That's a, that's that's a, a whole different that's story. That's a whole different, different story. Do you own that one? Yes, yes, oh, I fantastic. do. Fantastic. It's a whole <laughs> different, different episode story. talking about the weirdness uh, of that. that. Yeah. But, but yes, at the I same time, him. like, I don't, like, I know he had been in a couple of things and was showing up randomly in places, but this is the point where I find he started continuously showing up in things and his roles got bigger and bigger and bigger. Because he's fantastic. Because he's yeah. fantastic. He doesn't age and he's hilarious. That's that's what happens. Anyways. Um, but yeah. Thank you so much, Jess, for coming and talking to me about some comedy and fun movies this afternoon. Um, you know, Thank I'm you sitting here. Me. Yeah. I'm sitting here sweating. I'm also but... sweating. I can, you know, yes. I'm feeling myself. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do not want cold weather to come back, but when cold weather comes back, this will not be a thing anymore. This whole sweating business, but it's okay. We still had a good time. I'm still glad ready. I watched both movies. Yes. So yeah. So now you, but now you know. You're like, this is a keeper. 
this can go away. Exactly. It's good to revisit some movies. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. See what ages well, who's who. And one thing I like about rewatching older movies is just like, oh yeah, that guy's in it. He's hilarious, and, and you know, like, it takes yeah. you down like another completely you different. Seek movie. out that person's yeah. stuff. Or you never like somebody who's famous now who wasn't famous then. Then you realize they're there, and you're like, that guy's in this movie. That's amazing. This is before they were famous, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's good. It's good. Well, like I said, thank you very much, and of course, maybe. One day you'll come back and talk some more movies with me. Uh, Fans, yeah. Yes. That's... Peace out. Peace out, yes. So that's it for this episode of Off My Shelf. You can follow along on Instagram and Twitter at OhMyShelf, or you can send an email to OhMyShelf at gmail.com. Next time, we'll be talking about 500 Days of Summer and A Scanner Darkly. Hope you'll be here to listen.